Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that subscribe button. That would really mean a lot. And of course, hit that like button down below of this live feed. I have somebody very, very special in the house. This dude is a masterful producer. He's got a huge YouTube following. And he's also married to my friend and a co-host of the show, Lydia Caesar. Please welcome Wavy Wayne to the show. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Thank you for that introduction. That Anytime, my brother. <laughs> Anytime. So, so tell me, man, um, I, I got to ask you, I mean, there's a lot to talk to you about. All right. So let's let's start off in the very beginning of everything. You started your page. Why did you start okay. a YouTube channel? What inspired you to start your own YouTube channel? Man, all right. So uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but I actually I taught at a Extreme Institute. It was the college, uh, E.I. Bonelli as a college for production and recording. Mm -hmm. So um, when I moved back from New York, I, I, I started teaching uh, recording and production classes there. And basically, I don't like for my students to keep asking me the same thing over and over especially if they come in late or they just absent or something. So I just decided to, instead of me doing the same lectures over and over and, and, and reiterating stuff to people who ain't there, I would just put the content in a video format and then put it on YouTube. And whenever my students were absent, I would just send them the link. So that's really how I got started. Um, and I would just keep making the same content that I was teaching in the school, yeah. putting it on YouTube. And, and it was just, and it just flowed like that. That's what's up, man. That's, that's what's beginning. up. And that's how it all started. So when did you start seeing that the channel was actually starting to pay off? Like, when was the moment where you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do this more often. I'm going to actually make this thing a, a, a weekly thing. Um, man, I guess when when people would just tell me that they getting a lot out of it, you know, like uh, I, when I started it, the. The, I was still at the school, so I would be able to interact with the students and stuff. And students that wasn't in my class, like, yo, I saw this video that you did on YouTube. I, I liked it. Thank you for putting that up. And, and people outside of even the school would, would be commenting and, and liking it. And, and that was that was just dope. And I would say, uh, yeah, like right when that, when I, when I realized that it was actually making a wider impact than what I initially started, then yeah. I, I wanted to go harder. Uh, with with doing the videos. That's what's up. So how long how long have you been doing your YouTube channel? Uh, we about two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So about just from the first video, um, wow. and right now we up to like uh, maybe seventy five thousand subscribers, and you know it's kind of growing exponentially now. So I hope you know what I'm saying to be at hundred k and have my my first YouTube plaque. Uh, yeah, yeah. Within the next two months, like like. In two months, we'll we'll hit that that rate. But yeah, it's been about two years, and, and it's been a, a steady growth since then. When I started out, when I first got serious about it, I told myself that I would post a video one time every week for a year, and I pretty much did that. And I probably missed like three uh three videos throughout that year. But that consistency, I think, is what helped the channel really grow a lot. Yeah, I, I, and yeah, I, I that's the thing. I'm, I'm I've always been curious about how one balances like for example you're a producer you make a lot of music for clients the whole nine then also on top of that you're doing you're doing videos on youtube teaching people how to make 
you know, how to use Pro Tools, how to use any other programs that have to do with producing music. Now, how do you find the balance? Because I can only I can only imagine when you're trying to make sure that you keep your lights on. You see what I'm saying? Like trying to balance that whole yeah. thing of like, I got to get paid. But then I also got to get this YouTube thing going because, you know, YouTube is kind of like an investment in a way. It slowly pays off at the end in the, you know, later on, but it's not immediate. And that immediate money is you producing music. So how do you find that balance so that you're not losing your damn mind? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of that was that I wanted to be able to give myself more time. So I, I saw the benefits of what YouTube can do. I saw a lot of people being uh, successful. And I, and I also saw that there was a void. Like, honestly, I was looking at a lot of videos because I love YouTube. I, I watch so many tutorials and videos myself. But I never saw like too many people that look like me and kind of saying stuff the way that I would mm -hmm. say it. And I knew that I could talk to a particular audience. So um, that's why I got on it and started doing it. Now, as far as um, kind of giving up the time, I just, I just, like I said, I seen the value in it. So it was worth it for me to schedule particular time out to work on YouTube and, 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 and the same way I schedule a recording session or a mixing session, yeah. I would have to put the YouTube stuff in the schedule because, um, I knew it, it would pay off, uh, eventually. And now like by doing that, I feel like, you know, and not even that I feel like, honestly, the YouTube stuff pays off more than stuff that I do with local clients. Like, That's um, so I, I find myself I often putting the YouTube before anything else. Like, it's yeah. like you know what? Now it's, it's kind of flipped. Like, yeah, I'm a, I went from in producer. Now I'm like YouTuber first, then a uh, producer, yeah. engineer. But, uh, but you know, it's still a balance because I got to keep my iron. So I got to always still be in the studio. Like I'm working on mixes every single day still. Yeah. Um. I, so that's still the main thing that I do. I'm mixing people's records. I have a mix every day. But yeah. at the same time, I might shoot uh, videos. I, I choose like one day a week to actually do my videos. So I do it one day a week and I'll record maybe two or three videos that I'll put out for that week. And that way it's not taking up a lot of time. So that one day a week to actually do the shooting. And then the rest of the time I'm doing edits and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and just working in the studio like regular. Right, right. And, and, and I understand that. I mean, you know, how much time does it take you to actually edit, say, just one video? All right. Hold on one second. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Sorry about we got that, a little man. Bit you know break. what I'm saying? I had okay. a FedEx delivery crew. <laughs> Oh, no worries, All man. Right. No worries. Yeah, I mean, man. shoot. That's a, that's hey, that's how live that's how live this show is right now. You know what I'm saying? That's how live this show is. I, I, I was, go uh, go ahead. I don't even know how he got up here. Somebody's in the building. That's hilarious, man. But anyway, but, uh, uh, so yeah. yeah, so I was going to ask you, how long does it take you to make a video? How long does it take you to actually cut and edit a video? Oh, man, it could vary. Some some videos uh, could take, like, as far as recording it, it might just take me 20 minutes to an hour, uh, depending on the content and gotcha. how many times I mess up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I still, whenever I turn the camera on, even though it's just me, I, I feel like I get stupid with the camera on uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. So, 
um, maybe like an hour yeah. to actually uh, record the content. And if I'm doing multiple videos, literally about two hours tops between setting up everything and, and getting it all recorded. Right. And then editing is obviously the longest part. Uh, so editing one video could take from an hour to up to four hours, depending on the content again. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, it definitely takes some time. It's yeah. a time investment for sure. That's what's um, up. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, but now I've I've gone from from producing video to uh, are we connected still? Oh Can yeah, you hear we're me good. All right, we're good. We're good. So you were saying? Hello. Okay. I guess I I guess I lost him there. Yeah. Okay. There I'm we go. Here. He's back. He's back. Okay. So real I'm quick, here. I'm here. okay, cool. So let me let me ask you this: um, in regards to endorsements, let's let's talk endorsements real quick, shall we? Let's talk about that. Okay. Your first, like, all right. When did you start seeing? Like, what was the number of subscribers? Did you did you? What was the number that you had? Hmm of subscribers when you started seeing like actual endorsement deals start hitting up your page? Um, that's funny, man, because another part of like why I did this too is that like I told you I was watching a lot of videos, man. I'll be watching the, all the cats like reviewing iPads and iPhones and I'm like, dang, man, I want somebody to send me some free stuff like, <laughs> like these cats. So yeah, <laughs> I would say yeah. probably about 10,000 um when i was at about the 10,000 mark uh that's when i started to see uh some endorsements come through uh, yeah so right about there is when when it actually started to 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 come in yeah. uh, with with sponsored videos people want to uh, send me uh different products to review i think the first um the first company that reached out was like a $60 headphone company they had some headphones that you know they they retail for $60 they're like hey We'll send you these uh, headphones for free if you talk about them on your channel. I was like, oh, okay, I got my first. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, You're like, hell but yeah. Now, exactly. But, you know, hope things now got a little little better than that. But, um, but yeah, that was the beginning of it, just opening up. And I just also used that as an opportunity to to show other companies that I could do it. So it wasn't always about just the, the money at first or, or whatever the product was. But just what I would take whatever products they was given. If it was a cheap headphone, I'm gonna review it, give a great review about it, do in-depth, high-quality video. That way, it's more attractive to other uh, potential companies who wanted to come out and, and do the same thing. So, that's um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I, I started. But it would it was probably about yeah about ten thousand um, subscribers is, is when I say that they they first started reaching out, and and these companies they they reach out. I would even like to do more. I just like I said, I'm so busy already with doing the content and, and still maintaining the studio work that I I don't even reach out to any companies. But um, luckily and, and you know gracefully, I, I have been uh, blessed that they they stay in my inbox. So I got I end up turning more uh, people down than than me having to reach out. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because I mean, you know, you so you were reaching out to people and everything. Because I know there's there's a lot of people out there that are that are listening, that are watching the whole nine, that are fans of you, that are maybe in the same field, or that they are YouTubers as well, that are interested in getting to that particular level. So you said that you're you were reaching out to certain places. Were you just 
reaching out to any just anybody in regards to like hey let me let me review your product or something like that or were you actually actually getting people hitting you up first yeah what i'm saying is that i never reached out to anybody still i've never reached out to okay they've always reached out found me based on the content that i put out um and 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 when i started off doing the reviews like I started reviewing stuff that I like, stuff that I was already buying. Like I think that's a, something that people got to do. Like if you want to be a reviewer, product reviewer, you're not going to just get free stuff right out the gate. You got to go and spend your own money on stuff. And a lot of times, if it is a product, um, still at this level, people, companies don't want to just give you free stuff because they, they know that you're yeah. going to buy it anyway. So, you know what I mean? Facts. So I'll, I'll, I'll buy most of the stuff that I even talk about. But, you know, every now and then you'll get a free product and, and, and that that you could talk about. But um, but for the most part, review, I would say review stuff that you already know and that you already use, because that's what people are there for um, to, to get your opinion. So um, like I talk about stuff that I've been using for years and that I that I know I can give a, a, a good in-depth uh, report on it, you know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What is uh, what's something that you would say? is the hardest thing about being a YouTuber? Hmm. I was honestly the hardest thing is not even coming uh, with, with YouTube, but it's just everything else that comes with it because I really want to like interact with so many people and talk to all of um, everybody that hits me up and replies to reply to every DM and every email and every message. But like as the channel grows and stuff, um, it, it People, the the reach out is so heavy. So many emails every day. So many DMs every day. And and I used to pride myself on being able to reply to every single person. And lately, I found that I'm not doing that as much. Uh, just because it, uh, there's no time to do uh, and reply to every single person. Right. So that that that's a, a part of me because I want to do that for people. But um, as far as like you know, difficulty it ain't really difficult. Just staying consistent. And, and and being true to what's going on yeah okay as simple as that right it's just that simple. yeah it, it is man like no matter what your field is like just you don't gotta be the expert you know luckily i'm coming from a, like an expert point of view when i'm giving my tutorials but um there's also there's so many different ways that you could do this man there's so many different ways that you can get in on youtube uh you don't have to be an expert in anything but whatever it is you just gotta give people the real you that's what they yeah. want to see. Like, so my tutorials are different than everybody else's tutorials because I bring me to it. So even yeah. if it's yeah. the same topic that somebody else is talking about, uh, they, they're not going to say it the way I'm going to say it. And that's pretty much it. Even And that's even why I give away all this game. And I tell people that, too. Um, I think a lot of people are even scared to tell people what they know. I'm not scared to tell nobody anything that I know. I would literally tell you everything I know about recording and mixing because at the end of it all, you're still not going to do it like I do it. Not not in a, a cocky way. Like, every you're going to do it how you're going to do it. I'm going to do it how I'm going to do it. You hear stuff the way you hear stuff. Um, so these are all just tools, man. And, and you know, you ain't going to never paint like me. Right. <laughs> and that's the No, I love that, though. You're not going to paint like me. That's so true. You know, like you telling a story is going to be different how I tell a story. It could be the right. same damn story but it's going to be told in a different way. You know, you yeah. can still find there's plenty of room at this table to eat. You know what I'm saying? 
And uh, so I, I do I do appreciate what you just said there, because, I mean, no matter what, I feel like that is a true thing. A lot of people get scared about putting themselves out there or actually telling people like, OK, this is what I use. This is actually what I use for this, that and the third, because they, they get worried about people stealing, jocking their style, stealing their stuff. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's nothing. There's no reason for anyone to be f scared. You know, because they're going to take it, whether they do something with it or not is their business, but they're not going to do exactly what you do unless they start doing exactly what you do. That's another conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. I try, but, you know, I, people see fake for e easily. Like you can see yeah. fake from a mile away. So you, and you can only fake for so long. Like how many times are you going to fake what you just go watch every video I do and then try, go back and mimic it? Like, that's cool. Yeah. if That's what you want to do. Like. But that ain't going to get you so far. It's not going to be fulfilling for you, right. you know? It's like, good luck. Good right. luck with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's that so crazy. The thing that I worry about more is, man, is that people ask me so much about, like, yo, Wayne, what plugin is this or what software is this? And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'll be sending these companies so much money. I'll be like, I need, that's how I need to start hitting them up. Like, hey, man, I didn't told a thousand people to buy your plugin. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to I was going to ask you, like, because I know that there's a lot of times you'll sit there and go, hey, you know, this is not a paid. This is not a paid review. This is just me right. putting in my two cents, the whole nine. Like, when is it when is the moment where you go, hey, man, like, yo. Y'all need to call like y'all need to start chucking me some change, man. Like, when does that moment actually happen? Because I feel like a lot of people like yourself that do reviews on products like you're only given that product a whole lot of love you know yeah so why not get a little money even if it's five bucks it's still something yeah i'm basically marketing for a lot of companies you know what i mean when i'm talking about their products and talking about pro tools like hey here's how pro tools is the best dog because it is now anybody yeah. who watches the video and believe in what i'm saying they're gonna get pro tools and i and i ain't gonna get a cut from it but it's cool because I'm not pushing on that so much because, like, I'm only saying stuff from an honest point of view. Like, I really, if I say something is dope, like, I believe that it's dope. And, like, you should probably get it if you can afford it. Like, if you can, if you need it, go ahead and get it. Like, you know? Right. So, um, so that's, you know, that's where I'm at with it. I feel like everything will come as it as it does, you know, in due time. Once it, if a company sees what I'm doing um, and, and they feel like they want to attach themselves to, to what I got going on, then that's cool. If not... That's cool. I'm gonna keep doing what I what I do anyway. Like I don't want to be constricted to uh, any necessarily company anyway, to where I can't be 100% honest with my community. Yeah. You know, uh, like one example is I did a video talking about my excitement for a new dog called Luna by a company Universal Audio. Yeah. And I had a video. You know, I, I got a firsthand look before it came out um, out at Nam, and and I was excited, and I made a video talking about all of the good features that they were gonna bring. But then when it came out. I was let down and I was missing a few key components. And I also made a video talking about the dark side of this Luna. Um, yeah. So, and we talked about that whole thing. So, um, I, I, you know, if you get too far into being paid, being a paid spokesperson, you can't keep it real. Right. Um, and, and then you, you start losing points for that. So I'd rather have my, my audience support me and, and I'd be a hundred percent authentic and accountable to them. That's what's up. So, uh, of course we got to talk about a few things like number one, congratulations on the baby, the upcoming Hi, yeah. baby. 
You know what I mean? Uh, I'm very excited about that. Uh, have you guys decided the name? Yes, we did. Are, are you but guys saying that or are you guys keeping that quiet? No, nah, the name is completely quiet. Nobody okay. knows it's me and Lydia. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we definitely decided the name and uh, we excited, man. So I can't I can't wait to, to hold her and have a little baby. I'm bringing her to the studio every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put her in every single uh, YouTube video you got. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm going to get some sympathy likes. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Like <laughs> some clickbait, man. Just put the baby up next to a box of Pro Tools. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, well, can I ask you, because, you know, I've never heard the, the how you guys met. So how did you guys meet? How did you and Lydia Caesar meet, man? Man, so that's a funny story. Actually, um, I had, I was leaving the studio one day, and I had a friend who knew of Lydia, uh, my, my friend Kid Nice, and he he told me about a concert. So we basically was going out to a bar to see a, a singer um, perform, yeah. a live performance, live music. You know what I mean? Something that studio cats do. We go out. After we leave the studio, we go see live shows. So uh, Lydia happened to be the performer that night. Um, she was on that stage looking scrumdillionctious. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, we both were actually um, in relationships at that time, you know, uh, so we didn't nothing really happened. We did. We met, you know, after the show, just talk, shake hands and stuff. And um, we ended up finding each other on Facebook and just stayed uh, friends there. Yeah. And uh, I guess a few months later, uh, she slid in my DMs like, what's up? Uh, <laughs> And I was like, what's up? You know, so we got to talking and we ended up going on a date from there. And pretty much that was what almost 10 years ago come wow. uh, June. Uh, and um, yeah, we've been together pretty much every day since our, our first date. <laughs> she didn't want to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. Oh, man, that's beautiful, man. Like real talk. First off. Congratulations, because she is one of a kind. She is amazing. Uh, we love her on the show. A lot of people who listen to the show love her to death. So the fact that, and of course, you're dope as hell as well. So, I mean, both of you guys together as a as a unit is an amazing thing. Like I said in the sh before, like in the, in the beginning of the show, I was like, these guys are seriously like a power couple. And you guys need yeah. to be on the watch for these two, because these two are about to do something huge. And so, um, so yeah, man, huge congratulations on the baby. Of course, good job on Lydia Caesar. Let me just say, good <laughs> Yo, job. Man, She's I, amazing. I, I hit the Lydia Lotto, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, baby. Uh, make it rain. <laughs> Are you like me? You like me. I had to make sure I was free. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I'm going to make sure I do the right thing this time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. So congratulations on that. Congratulations on the baby coming up hey. she, she the baby's coming soon right and baby will be here dropping uh sometime in june you Woo! know what i mean like first week in june is what we looking like first second week so yeah uh, you and lydia's mixtape is coming out in june dropping in june i love Drop that 15th the hottest album released <laughs> ever <laughs> be on Produce the lookout by Lydia Caesar and Wavy Wayne. <laughs> yeah, man, I love it, man. Congratulations on all that, and I'm so, I'm, like I said, I'm so hyped and so excited for y'all. It's it's gonna be in a that's that's the most beautiful collaboration ever. 
So yeah, I'm excited so. for you guys. Real talk. Pre- hey, yeah, anytime. I can't wait either. I can't wait to see the little baby face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I can't wait to see it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love kids. I just I love kids. I'm like the biggest kid in my house. You know, all I do is as soon as I go home, I'm playing Fortnite and, and I'm being the biggest kid, riding my bike around and all of that. So the kids love me and I love the kids. <laughs> yeah, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. So that makes you perfect to be the greatest father of all time. So I'm excited uh-huh. for you, man. Okay. <laughs> Y'all take note out there. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Has me the greatest father of all time. <laughs> now you need a T-shirt that says that now, or a coffee <laughs> mug that says it. You know what I'm saying? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'm just saying, I'm not affiliated with this water company, but hey, if they see this and they, you know, I drink water all the time. How does it look? <laughs> Bang. Now, now you got to you got to turn the logo a little bit towards the camera a little bit. Bam. There you go. Endorsement. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I needed that, though. I needed that for the show. So thank you. Body, body water. Let me know. Just holler at your boy. You know what I mean? Info at the Pascal show dot com. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, uh, shoot, huge congratulations on, on your uh, YouTube channel. Of course, you're doing, you know, you're still making beats. You're still doing your thing. You're still producing really great music. And and real quick, I know that you, did you produce the track that Lydia's song was, the, the song that was on the um, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Well, did you have I your fingers did, on that one? I did. I definitely did. Um, so what I, I I, what my actual um, job is, I don't really, I don't make beats, okay? Well, I am a producer, but I don't make the beats, <laughs> okay? Gotcha. Um, but so I, I, I recorded that song and I mixed it. Um, and so, uh, and I, um, yeah, so I recorded and mixed it. <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, so that's my that's my take on it. Uh, the I think the, the the guy that actually made the beat, his name is Taylor. Uh, so yeah, he, he a really dope producer. He worked with everybody, Chris Brown and, whole bunch of stuff he big time you know big time dude. that's what's up so uh but yeah we i actually did the recording and mixing on that the real housewives um through it all is the the track yeah through so it that's, all that's dope. i've actually mixed all in uh, uh all of lydia's albums um when we first were dating she started working on her first debut album mm. uh, luckily she uh was dating a, a engineer Bang. so uh I had recorded probably ninety percent of it and mixed and mastered the whole thing, and uh, yeah, so that was our, our first baby together, uh, <laughs> the, the the Caesar album. That's what's up. Hey, you know what? Real quick before you before I let you go, one other question. This is a, a producing question, an engineering question. What is the hardest thing? What is the hardest part about engineering? Wow, the hardest part. <laughs> I mean, let, 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 let's let's play. Let's put the uh, let's build a scenario real quick. Okay? OK, say that you have a very talented artist. Let's say you have Lydia. OK, you have a very talented artist, great vocalist. Lydia is got up some powerful vocals. You got her in the you got her in the booth. Y'all are starting to make these these songs together, you know, as you're recording it and all that stuff. What is usually the biggest or toughest part while you're in a recording session? with an artist yeah yeah typically at this point honestly you know things go pretty smoothly but i would say in in my experience the hardest part is when you are working with a very demanding artist or producer 
Um, mm. there, there are definitely people who know exactly what they want. Um, like, you know, the top level cat, everybody, they know exactly what they want. And they know what always the nicest about it. And especially as you are new and starting out, it can be very nerve wracking because if you sit in a room with a, 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 a famous singer or a famous producer, your nerves are going through the roof. You don't want to mess anything up. You got, you know, what I mean, Beyonce in there singing. If you miss a take or or miss hit a button, you thinking your career could be over. So it's like extremely it's a lot of pressure hmm. to do the right thing. It's a lot of pressure to be good. Um, so uh, it's a lot of is just a the, that's probably the hardest part is just having so much pressure on you because everybody's in the room is expecting you as the engineer to produce the results. No matter what right. the singer does, the, the singer could mess up. They're going to be looking at me to fix it. Like the beat could be trash. They're going to be looking at me to fix it. Um, so everything that comes out of these speakers is my responsibility. So uh, that's, that pressure is probably the, the hardest part. That's what's up. So when you say like when a beat is trash and they expect you to fix it, please, do you mind elaborating a little bit on that? Like how are you of all people supposed to fix a trashy beat? <laughs> well, if the beat is trash, meaning basically that, you know, I would say it's a problem with the composition. Maybe the, the, the composer, the beat maker, they added stuff that shouldn't be in there or they have uh, taken and left out something that should be there. Right. Um, so it's me, up to me to kind of mold and design the sound. Maybe the levels are out of whack or there's no effects. It's sounding dry or, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, most of the time, um, like I get mixes now, I'm getting mixes from people from all over the world. Um, they they send it to me and a lot of the clients are recording in their bedrooms or stuff like that. So right. um, that's another uh, uh, thing that I got a, a hurdle to jump over is the so the varying qualities is that often when I first get a track, I'm not doing so much mixing, but I'm really doing a lot of fixing. Right. So I'm, I got to end up fixing so many of the errors that they've done before I can even get to the creative process. Yeah. So that's another hurdle, too. So, um, yeah, I just. You know, there, there's a lot that can be done as far as controlling dynamics, rearranging the composition, um, you know, uh, doing some dropouts and stuff and just getting creative with the with the musical content. As far as singing, um, obviously, you know, you can go as far as changing the complete pitch, you know, changing the pitch of every single note manually. They right. got auto Melodyne. Kind of Melodyne, all of these different uh, tools that you use. But. Yeah, I mean, and, and with the production, sometimes I, if the kick is whack and ain't working, I had to go in and change out every single individual kick drum or oh, swap wow. out every individual wow. snare with a with another sample that I have. Okay. Um, so, so stuff like that, resynthesizing um, different uh, instruments that might be used um, if they were recorded poorly, or you know, that if you used a guitar that was out of tune, um, trying to find a way to fix that um, uh, in the in the mix. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I didn't know. I didn't know it was that that um, yeah. intricate. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't know it was that involved. I thought. I, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, I just. I just thought it was more of a. You know, you go in. You're making sure that it everything's sounding right. That kind of thing. But if the beat, if the beat is off or the beat is trash. That's on that that that's on that beat maker that made that track, you know, like go get it to him so he can fix that ish and bring it back. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what's up. You know, uh, I didn't know it was so uh, involved like that. Yeah. But that's really good to know. You know, it's a lot of layers to it. And I, honestly, I feel like uh, mixing engineers, recording engineers are really the unsung heroes 
of yeah. a lot of music nowadays, especially this electronic music that that calls for all of these different effects and stuff that we hear. Um, is like the, the artists can't produce that stuff on their own, right? Like, but you don't never see the engineer's name. It, it, I, a lot of these records need to say featuring whoever the engineer is because they added that sauce on there that, yeah. that made I can listen to it. So, um, if, if we strip it down, if I strip down your favorite artists down to their raw vocals, you know, unless you know they're a phenomenal singer like Lydia or somebody, you know, right? No big deal. <laughs> down one of these you know little somebody's records right uh, they're gonna end up embarrassed <laughs> right right and yeah they're gonna sound all over the place um yeah. but that's good to know man i first off i really appreciate you coming in and telling me this because i that's the inf that's some stuff i i've always wanted to know i mean uh and also on top of that I've been watching your, you know, I've recently subscribed to your channel actually since the start of quarantine because I'm starting okay. to learn Pro Tools for myself because, you know, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a vocalist, too. No big deal. But I hear, I hear that you got some pipes. <laughs> what? Say again. What did you I say? I said I heard that you got some pipes on you. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, rumor has it. Rumor has it. Uh, but, you know, so I've been I've been doing some. You know, just having some fun, learning some things. But I've been watching your videos, specifically watching your videos to learn how to use Pro Tools because I used to go to a studio all the time. But now because of, you know, Rona, we can't really do a whole lot right now. We can't really go into studios and stuff. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's time for me to start learning this ish. Cut out the middleman and start learning how to do this properly. Um, yeah. And, you know, so that's what I'm in the middle of doing right now is just trying to learn how to do it. And I've been watching your videos like like crazy. So I hey, anytime, man. Thank you for putting out all that content. Like literally all I got to do is type in like such and such question. And I put way, uh, Wayne dot wave. And there it is. And I'm like, damn, there's the you just answered my question. Fans. I don't even need to Google nothing. I just look that's it up on you. You know, it. Yeah, man. It's I mean, dope. when the whole uh, when the whole Rona hit, I knew that stuff was gonna be different, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I I immediately before the even lockdown hit, I had video series coming up uh, talking about you know how to build your quarantine studio, um, how to make a home studio, you know, that and the right. makeshift booth right. and all of that. Um, because you you got to stay ahead. Like even that's part of a big way reason why I got into uh, teaching at all is because I saw the trend changing. I saw how People were leaving the, even the larger studios. I'm working in New York City. Some of the biggest studios that, that cut some of the biggest records in the world were closing down uh, because people were just finding ways to record at home and record in smaller studios. So yeah. I, my yeah. whole thing is I'm going with the wave. I'm going to ride the wave. I ain't going to try to fight that thing. So um, once yeah. people yeah. Uh, start going to their home studios, I'm like, hey, I start teaching classes in New York on how to record in your home studio. And it wasn't on um, YouTube yet. Uh, but it was just me getting together in a studio with like 10 students and teaching them what I know so that they can take this back and, and apply it on their home systems. And, and and then that just evolved into teaching at the college and, and then teaching on YouTube. So yeah. and, and so everything, like with everything, if you want to be successful, you got to definitely kind of notice where the trends are going and be able to adapt to that and, and provide people what they need. Exactly. Exactly. That's the uh, so true. I couldn't agree more you know what i'm saying like i'm in my my office you know yes kind of thing thank you man 
the lighting going on back yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Got, I got, I gotta do something. Got the old microphone, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, I had to do something. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I had to go with the time. You know, I had to change it up. And you know, obviously, I wasn't going to be able to be in a station. Uh, you know, in a studio doing what I do. I had to create my own studio. So it's, uh, but it's right. been, it's turned into a blessing. You know, I've been able to do stuff like this with you. Like, for example, Skyping in with you, Skyping people in Italy, Toronto, France, uh, California, New York, you know, Detroit. I mean, wherever they are, I can do that now. So it's been a blessing at the end of it all too. You know what I mean? But uh, how's your home? been going man I, I know we used to i used to see you over at the gym uh, we used to be up in there at 5 a.m man just putting in work <laughs> man uh so i've been doing a lot of real quick i've been doing a lot of home workouts uh yeah. but it's lately i've been losing the motivation because it's hard to when you want to make personal gains or you want to do uh, personal records and you know you want to hit your PR and you want to get your one rep mass max and all that stuff you can't really do that when you only got 30 pound dumbbells you know what I'm saying so sometimes it's hard to stay motivated you you hitting on 200 joints yeah. right You're like man I'm done. you know what I'm saying like I'm used to throwing some weight around bruh and I can't do that right now so it's been really tough to um to stay motivated sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I'm still doing a whole lot, you know, just trying to stay, I'm just trying to stay uh, maintained, you feel me? Just yeah. trying to stay maintained, you know? Summer, summer is still here, man. Summer's still coming, so we can't lack up. We Hell yeah. You, you, I, it's you, hard for me to stay motivated too, man. I, I probably hit the, the basement gym like twice a week max. Like, right. That, you know, that, and that's about it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm on the same page. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm usually I at least do my push ups every every morning, that kind of thing, you know, just to keep the blood flowing. But, yeah, it's been, you know, in the very beginning, I was with it, man. I was sweating my balls off every day, putting in the work, you know, just just <laughs> crazy circuits. And then now it's like ah, donuts. <laughs> eh. Donuts. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I did the push-ups. I still deserve this donut, though. I do deserve this donut. Yeah, I deserve this donut. You know what I'm saying? That's what's been going on. But like I said, I'm looking forward to when the, the gyms actually kind of open up sort of um, here in the near future. And we'll, you know, I'll be back into it. You know what I mean? 5 a.m. Just putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? That's it, man. Man, do it. Wayne, thank you so much for coming on to the no show. Problem. Please let everybody know where they can go and follow you real quick. Um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Wayne.Wave. That's Wayne.W-A-V. No E on the end. Wayne.W-A-V, like the audio file, because I'm an audio file. If you get that, then you should probably follow me. And if not, then follow me anyway so I can teach you about this whole lifestyle. Facts. <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. It really, really means a lot, bro. We got to go into a quick commercial break. Be sure to check out Wavy Wayne. That's his YouTube channel's Wayne.Wave. YouTube.com forward slash Wayne.Wave. So check it out. W-A-V, not like the wave. All right the audio file anyway we gotta go to a quick commercial break we'll be right back this is the pascal show bye p-a-s-c-a-l you are now rocking with that dude pascal we'll be going wild 